0: Live. Welcome to Mountain Sauce Live, I'm Jake Krez. we're here at Soundscape Studios, the legendary Soundscape Studios. Thank you, shout out to Mike Kolar for the hookup, and tonight I'm pleased to have a special guest. We have Eddie Esquire Sanders. Thank you for coming out tonight, man. No, no, man. Thank you for having me. Getting through the, churches, through the snow for us a little bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just cold, but I'm Chicago, so I'm used to it already. I feel you, but you know, like,
0: like... Uh, the snowstorm in like late October just kind of broke my spirit already.
1: I don't know, man. If, you, if you're from Chicago, like... I f-
0: and you're, it We're is- not going to start by talking about the weather too much, but... Like. Yeah, but, yeah, I feel you. But
1: you just got to be like, all right, bro, it's cold time, it's cold time. Yeah, like, I you know, like- you definitely
0: just get into that mentality, but... um. But here we are uh mike colar opened up the studio b for us yes, to, uh, come yes. chop it up it has been a for those of you who might not know eddie i don't know how you don't but if you don't uh the man has been around the game here in chicago for about 15 years or so i mean i might be aging you on that but it's cool i just threw a 15 out there i mean it's, we, we round up around here anyway, <laughs> Solid so, 15, yeah yeah, yeah um working as a lawyer uh been a DJ, been just about everything. We talk about a Chicagoan uh, in the cold. Uh, Chicagoan also is usually very multifaceted, and I think that also yeah. describes how you've kind of maneuvered over. I've done this time. a lot. I mean, like manager, security, <laughs> DJ, like
1: whatever. It's been a lot of facets. I feel it's like have gone time.
0: out in Chicago in the last like 10 years. They've you've seen you in a multitude of different situations. Yeah, I
1: mean, and it's weird. And then there's a gang of people that know me just as a bartender. Right. You know, and yeah, so yeah. it's like.
0: So this uh, last Friday, you celebrated ten years of practicing law. Practicing, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. lawyering. I don't know. Yeah, if Yeah, I mean, I guess that, that, that
1: can work as well. So <laughs> November two thousand nine, I was sworn in. Okay. So yeah, so that makes ten years.
0: And for those who might not know, what kind of law, like. Uh, I'm terrible with my law terms. I should have brushed up on this beforehand. But what kind of law do you practice? I mean, a lot of it is entertainment law, right? It's, yeah, you know, working so, I mean, with artists, stuff like that. It also
1: rounds around. We consider IP intellectual property mm-hmm. law. So just protection and uh, copyrights and trademarks is pretty much the the mainstay of, of my practice. But that is what you would call entertainment or, or music law.
0: Okay. Yeah. And how would how has that changed? Kind of. I assume like when you started doing this uh like bbu is one of the first acts you right. worked with and we'll get back to that in a little bit uh shout out bbu historic <laughs> chicago act but um you start out like back then and the music has changed a lot right like we went from it wasn't really it was kind of the end of physical days but it's really gone to hardened to digital now yeah how has the the work you've done changed through that
1: i mean like this when i first started we really didn't have language that accompanied the technology Mm-hmm. So we saw the birth of the titles of Spotify, the Apple Musics, but the the contracts that artists were getting into didn't equate for these numbers. Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing a, a growth of stream and everybody going to streaming, but on one side the artists not getting compensated and also being stuck in their deal because these numbers don't even register towards uh, their total. Right, or
0: like the billboard numbers, all that kind of right, stuff. Right, right. Yeah. so
1: just seeing that, that was like the main change of like, the agreement's starting to catch up with the technology because the technology is moving so fast you know
0: was it I mean especially working here in Chicago uh, where there were so many um, where there were so many uh, independent acts as well was there a different kind of niche that you found as well was there like were the those uh, obviously we're not looking for like uh, wording in the agreements but right. were those agreements different in a way because of the the nature of the artists that were around the around the city at the time are you saying, like, as far as... Not signing you know. a deal maybe with, like, a major kind of having to operate on, like, a, a different kind of situation or more... But then that's when
1: we started seeing the, the birth of, like, these empires and mm-hmm. the Walls and different distribution companies that were coming in and selling the artists and letting them know, like, oh, you're still technically independent, you own your masters, but we're just going to distribute for you. Right. Then they started seeing the success in that, and now they're becoming labels as well, like this quasi-label now. So on the independent end... You still had to get your music protected, and if you're working with another producer, you still had to get some type of agreement, making sure that your splits are right between you and the producer. So I still had to, to handle same. that on an independent level. Okay.
0: But, yeah. So at the end of the day, is it, has it has changed that much? Like how much is a? Uh...
1: Not really. I yeah. mean, like in the ten f- years you've been, is like I mean, as far as like, nat- as far as like the as far as like the nature of like. What we're exchanging as far Mm -hmm. as like the copyright splits and all that, that really hasn't changed. Now we are looking at more money. Right. So now, which is good. Right. Which is good. So now, uh, because a lot of my work is on the end of the producer, making sure the producer is paid. So now I have to be aware of all the revenue streams that are accompanied with this stream and being able to make sure my producer gets his percentage on Mm -hmm. all of that, you know.
0: Yeah and also I mean working with producers like that I mean you have to be like the like the favorite person in the studio every time you come through like uh well, they- producers for years were struggling to get those those numbers and stuff all that
1: definitely like, struggling to get numbers struggling to get credit mm-hmm. also engineers as well yeah. So now I'm glad to see like a lot of these platforms starting to actually show credit of who these guys are because they need it for their portfolio as well you know right. they go out and do this this huge record and all we do is see the artist name it's like no 50% of this jam is the beat so we need to to recognize that for the producer
0: yeah and it's interesting because that's gone back and forth but I think somebody who in Chicago at least who's really like stepped out and you say like that's part of their portfolio as well is uh, Elton over at Classic. I, right, mean, right, I remember right. when he was doing all the all the acid rap stuff, um, he was he was wondering how to get his name out, how to kind of take ownership of that. And I think in the time since, you've really seen him right, establish right, right. himself, which has been really fun to watch. Uh, is that, that's kind of like, goes into like what you're talking about. about right, him, like, right, yeah, like, you yeah. saw
1: like, he just recently did the Master Like the Babies whole project. That was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so then it comes out and doesn't say anything, then he's instantly on it, and now you see like, Mastered by Elton because was that the number one album when it came out?
0: It had to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so like, Kirk.
1: definitely need that credit,
0: you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, and it is a, it is cool. So people like you are kind of the ones that are championing for these types of definitely. I mean, I'm like,
1: always behind like the content creator getting their credit. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you applied something to a record, you should get your credit on that. You know, so I'm not the one that creates, but I just want to make sure the actual creator is protected. You yeah,
0: know? we got a fre- you got a little freestyle to it. I mean, yeah, way-
1: I mean I did. I mean that's long time ago you know what i'm saying mr good bar days yeah you know what yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no more rapping no, no more rapping no, we can't no. we can't put a beat on right now and, no that's definitely right, not right, happening especially that we're live in this recording you're not trapping me on that <laughs> no nah. we shouldn't have told you we would've just got it
0: um <laughs> What's something that's happening right now uh like a trend you're seeing kind of come about that is maybe something we're not thinking about now that might be really big in a couple of years is there anything you're kind of seeing little bits of It seems like the industry is kind of reasserting itself to uh, a degree these
1: shorter songs
0: Everyone's been saying that what like uh, the tear Whack version of everything Not j-
1: yeah that it because now it only counts it only takes so much for one song to register. So imagine if I put out a 15-minute album and it still counts as an album towards my credit. You put out a 60-minute album, right? In an hour, how many streams can I get compared to how many streams you can get? Right, well that was a whole tear whack thing too. So like, yeah, Yeah. so now people realize they're like, yo, we don't have to put out these long songs to count towards these numbers. We can put out these minute, minute and a half songs. So I think we're gonna see a bigger and bigger trend of like just super short projects, you know?
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm like both sided on that. I think like the Tierra whack thing was genius and the way that she put it together with the videos and it was all very right. manicured. um I don't know that I'm excited for minute long songs.
1: I mean if are there's you? I mean if they're hot, like the baby King project just came out he probably longest song on it was like 230, 240 or yeah, something it's
0: like kind that. yeah I guess it's kind of like punk rock like you know song just are get like, in, hey, get hey, out yeah. with it yeah, like yeah. and
1: because sometimes songs are too long, but I'm not here to decide what the creator should do with their mm-hmm. with their content but like that's just a trend i see and a lot of this is coming because of the agreements that people are in and trying to meet meet these numbers you know what i'm saying like shorter songs work in the
0: streaming era and it only works because of like everything you kind of been talking about right like all these the kind of wins or the back and forth between the agreements and stuff now it's uh, the point where you couldn't have put out a minute song 20 years ago right yeah because they had
1: actual in a lot of those agreements they had how long each record had to be? now from you know, the record label. Yeah, the record label oh, would really? say it's, the record has to be a certain amount to count as
0: an actual. Record. Oh, see, I thought that would have been like an ra thing, or like they said it had to be like a certain to like register or something like that. No, but no, it's coming from, from it's record coming record.
1: from the label. That's so that's interesting. You know, the label wants longer songs.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is there a reason for that?
1: Well, back then, I mean, that was pre-streaming, so they just wanted to make oh, sure. Oh, they just want yeah. Yeah, to make sure you give them ground.
0: Yeah, yeah, Damn, that is crazy. That really has evolved over the years. Um. So outside of that, I mean, you've been involved in a multitude of different ways, you've managed. Uh How'd you get into everything? I mean, I don't know your origin story. I met you, you've always had, had a couple years on me, so I've always kind of looked up to you as like a elder statesman in the game. Like a, but like a big uh, brother type yeah, thing. yeah, 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 like, you know Word. what I mean? Um, I was going to you for, <laughs> I remember going to you for advice and shit when like, but what, uh I don't know your origin story. I never like heard about like how you got to, uh, to be Eddie Esquire, the man I Philadelphia, <laughs> um
1: So I guess you can start after college. Mm -hmm. I went to college, Virginia State, HBCU. Uh, Came back home, was going to law school. During law school, was trying to figure out what I was gonna practice. Thought it was gonna be sports, law. Um, Wasn't really in love with that field. Around the same time, I started doing security at the spot called Empire Liquors. Started meeting a bunch of different people. Um, Started meeting a bunch of DJs, artists, and all that. (laughs) started hearing their stories about what they were getting into contractually and I was like I right, I think I found my niche I need to focus on entertainment so last couple years of law school just went heavy on IP started learning up everything on copyright trademarks started going to a bunch of panels uh-huh uh you remember cmj yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i
1: used to go to like cmj now like ac3 cmj AC3. does that still happen no like it, does it doesn't happen anymore. Now? yeah but I
0: mean, you just pulled that back put me back with that work. yeah but they yeah. used to have that was a big thing that was almost like a huge and they used to have so had. many
1: dope panels where mm-hmm. i could go in there and just like start learning the insides of a lot of this stuff because i mean you can learn a contract you can learn how to read it but unless you know how this industry actually works you can't really do your job so right. those panels were really helpful in like meeting the right people to, to uh just be honing in on my my craft you know so then from there uh met up with these guys called bbu started DJing for them okay I I
0: didn't know that you were I didn't know you're BBU's DJ
1: yeah I was DJing for like um around like Lollapalooza days when we did all that yeah I mean that was
0: that was like a big deal if you were even like Chicago adjacent, which I grew up Chicago adjacent. So it was like, gotcha. I just remember BBU coming through was like the most exciting thing that had happened to that point. Um, yeah, so we were pretty right live. in the center of that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then also at the same time, like handling the legal on that. You That's know like I'm the saying?
0: weirdest like, uh, hash mark, I think. Yeah, so <laughs> it, was, it was like
1: the we'd be uh, at shows and the rider would be off. They like "Uh, talk to the lawyer, and i was like, "What's good?" (laughs) Like,
0: w'e wearing like a suit? Like, no, (laughs) I would be dressed just like this, like DJ in a suit and tie, pulling out the rider.
1: Like, hold on, bro, we definitely agreed. Like 24k, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, yeah, but no, it just gave me a good experience uh, working up from like the manager end of that, um, and then also on the music end, learning about touring, being on shows, and all that. So, just started giving me like a well-rounded education on, on entertainment you know yeah what
0: I'm so you i mean i i can relate like i remember uh coming like i didn't know what to write about. i was writing about sports too when i was like in high school and right. stuff and uh i remember falling into the whole thing as well like meeting kids these days and falling into it that way so it is interesting when like something you just kind of like catches you rather than you catching it i guess right, like, right, you're talking right. about working at the door and it just kind of like happened um it seems like that's kind of been like it kind of happened
1: was, but then it was also like uh me reading this russell simmons book okay do you and like him talking about his origin uh-huh. and he was like yeah i got into entertainment um uh, my first job was being a door guy because everybody had to know who the door guy was so that's how i started i think i've heard getting known that so makes I was sense. Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and then the, one of the first parties i work at empire is like saint alfred's uh anniversary party so they had Mano, hollywood and the cool kids performing so right. it's like at, when they were just starting to go yeah when that was so like that's show. my first introduction to the entertainment i'm meeting these guys and then building a relationship with them so it's like
0: it's just like i came in at the right time almost yeah i mean that. timing is like half that game um so you talked a bit about like going to these panels and stuff i know you do a lot of panels now like uh, yeah you're always at a3c every year uh did south, south by a couple years yeah um is that kind of from have starting like that is it like kind of trying to pay it forward like to the to the next person who might be the next that's worse than the uh
1: that i always wanted to give back i mean in that aspect i try and give back to the actual artists that i'm working with so that they're more educated mm-hmm. on this but when it comes to the panels it's it's one thing of also um letting people know i'm good at this you know what i'm saying yeah that's real. coming into the game I, I wasn't working for a firm i was just out here on my own so it was sort of like a little validation, like, all right, this kid actually knows the game. We well, can, it's we kind of like from. pulling from
0: that entertainment background, right? Like, you kind of have to go show and prove at some point. Yeah. Right? I mean, you want like, to put your face out there. It's kind of the same as being an artist, right? As an artist,
1: you're like, all right, I did pitchfork, I did lollipop, yeah. I did this. Now you stand on that when you try and go get shows. So I would have something to stand on as well. Like, yo, know, spoke at South by, spoke at A3C. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it makes sense. That's, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> so what the fuck you talking about, <laughs> right, right. No, so, I mean, <laughs> so it was cool on the validation, but then also, like, yeah, I give back to the artists, you know, I'll make sure that they're educated on what's going on. And then, I mean, I haven't run into anybody that wants to do this yet, like, no, really, no, no young homie that have been like, yo, man, I'm trying to learn. You got ball. Joe, I
0: mean, Joe, right.
1: I mean, but no, not a, he's not a, like a young homie. He's well established He is well established. I mean he, what man, he has I guess going on. You know what what yeah, get like I'm right from I've you known know him like. since
0: like we were a lot younger when he was first starting true, true. right. He is like doing his thing. I'm thinking of the job. Backpack yeah. lawyer.
1: I mean, wait, don't be shouting out other lawyers while like, this is my but, show.
0: This is his show. So don't contact that guy. <laughs> yeah. But Hey, if unless you watch, okay. if you're watching, hi. That's it. Shout out, shout
1: out, Joe. If, unless it's a personal injury uh, situation, then go holler at Joe. Yeah, because you don't. you yeah, don't trust do But all the entertainment, bring that over here. All, right, all yeah, right. Cool, cool. All right, we
0: got it, we got it. So, <laughs> do you want to get your email out? Real quick? No, no. I think we
1: can we can put that out with the Twitter link and everything. We'll make sure the layout looks pretty nice. All right, all right. Yeah, cool. we'll,
0: consult, we'll get some consulting on that. Awesome. Um, what's like some stories from back in the day that like now it feels like? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old too, but now it feels like. uh Things have slowed down a little bit. We we had that heyday. You, you talked about the early part of it with like Mano and everybody. Uh, we we've seen it like crest and fall over the years, but um, you know right now it seems like it's it's pretty open. It's like there's not anybody like you know standing at the top. Chance has obviously ascended. There's yeah. a bunch of other guys on that too. Um, what's like your favorite story though from kind of maneuvering through? Um, like you know seeing so much from so many different angles. I guess.
1: I guess the the finessing at South by. The legendary finessing. Yeah, it's it's like the, all the Chicago kids finessing into all the shows, at the South by. So I think like that was, I enjoyed that. What was was your first album? Uh, What was my first South by? Oh, first South by was when I was with BBU, so I want to say, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something like
0: that. And you've gone most every year since. Yeah, I'm almost. I didn't go last year. Okay.
1: But I've been pretty much. So the first couple years were me as a DJ, and then the last couple was me as a lawyer doing panels
0: that's but the way you talk about uh Chicago izalba is so true cuz like and i think i feel like by the time i got there it was already like i remember 2012 2013 i feel like everybody there was from chicago
1: yeah, because it was like you made friends with people from Chicago in Austin. Yeah. And yeah. then you came back home. and was like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You snuck into
1: a Fader <laughs> Ford with me. Word. All right.
0: But there was like nobody from Texas at South by it, as far as I was concerned. It was like you go down they, there. And everyone actually, was in like <laughs> leaders' hoodies and that's the thing. It. Yeah. There There's
1: a lot of people from Texas out there, but Chicago was such in a bubble of just like, oh, it's just the homies and we're moving yeah. that you didn't even notice. <laughs> everyone else yeah was, we, we considered it our territory yeah one it might as well have
0: just been like a chicago festival especially that year they did like the fake Shore drive and the uh the whole thing with chance and everything show you suck and all that what was that, like 2013 yeah like without master p yeah, yeah master p was there they had the whole thing like camped out in the back over there that was yeah. a nice time i
1: used to use so many like ill finesse lines like for the one when chance and social experiments did fader Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, told security I was like Hannibal Burris' his lawyer or something like that cuz Hannibal had just walked in. I was like, yo,
0: What with these guys? They're like, "Well, I'm his lawyer." They're what would you call? What would you say is like your best finesse?
1: Uh Man, the That's best That's a hard one. I, like, the hard one the, the 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 funniest one was like uh almost like 2 year, 2 3 years ago we were down there for just going to see tanashi khalid and somebody else we really weren't going to see them but the line was they crazy were, yeah. yeah so we just walked to the back we don't even walk us. we walk to this back door and we're like yeah where's the artist's interest they're like what Where's the artist's interest with tanashi they're like they get on the walkie they're like oh you have to go around right this way didn't even check us just it was like oh word Just has <laughs> <You laughs> so got like the full yeah like, gave us the road. Road. They're like, here you go and then they lead us right onto stage I look up like oh no we shouldn't be here then we just walk into the venue and the rest of the homies are like bro how did you pull that off i'm like i have no idea i didn't even know that was gonna work
0: do you feel like it's like partially like are you throwing like some some law, law vernacular out here you no like it's just <laughs> knowing like like... <laughs> from
1: doing security knowing yeah, what they that's true, need yeah. to hear to be like
0: all right you're cool go ahead yeah usually i feel like it's just kind of keeping your mouth shut long enough and looking the part
1: looking the part and knowing what's going on yeah you know what i'm saying knowing yeah. a couple names are important, you know?
0: I feel that, yeah, yeah. And, you gotta, and not
1: coming in too overbearing, you know what I'm saying? like,
0: Yeah, it. you come in, like, start to say, I dem- need this. Yeah, if you come
1: in demanding, I don't care, I don't care who you are, brother, you're not going.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, tell me a little bit about uh, what you got coming up. I mean, uh, you talk about, like, these, like, having your pitchforks and having your talking things and having these, like, points. What are some stuff you want to get done? Like, is there a talk you've been uh, keeping your eye out on? Is there something that, um, you, know, like, you know, like, something that's like your Everest that you're uh, trying to get to?
1: in the process of putting together a book yeah so working on that. that um just a more artist-friendly understanding of, of copyrights
0: that's a, like a copyright bible. So. you know what I'm saying so right. just
1: a uh, more artist-friendly easier digestible more creative way to teach copyright you know so working on that uh, South by of course again mm-hmm. this year um more contracts more deals Starting to see a lot more, there are more deals for Chicago artists out here, so working on those. How do you
0: feel about that though? I got into a whole back and forth on Twitter yesterday or the other day about people saying that like Chicago never took off and they they were blaming it on, they were trying to say something about drill and there Drill, was no, there was no talent, but no. I would say it's more the business side. Yeah, it was right? all business. Yeah.
1: Like, there's more talent here than any That's other. That's what city. I was saying. Yeah, yeah, it was more infrastructure based. It wasn't the pieces around to actually nurture these these artists, mm. so they had to outsource all of that. So all these other cities, even though Chicago got a spotlight, all the money went to Atlanta, yeah. New York. And, oh, also
0: like what you said, Miami, uh, like Atlanta. I, I felt like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like everybody in Miami sounded like superboy for a while oh i mean it's like, kind of frustrating yeah when you say
1: mommy then yeah that that whole tallahassee oh florida, the whole florida shit. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so yeah i mean like
0: across the board most of the music you hear has a chicago origin to it yeah <clears> i mean that's how i've always felt and like yeah. it, it had nothing to do with the town but uh do you feel like the infrastructure has like gotten better like it's getting a little better because like, what can be done too to strengthen we, it
1: more resources how, like, how so? So, I mean, anytime a song goes out, there's a lot of things that go around that song needing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody has to do the contracts for the song. Somebody has to get the song placed. Somebody has to talk about the song. Somebody has to write about the song. Right. Somebody has to make sure the royalties for the song are collected. All these other facets around the song that need to be done, Chicago needs to have those services to provide for the artist. So they don't have to necessarily go to New York, go to L.A. to get that service done. So everything stays within the city. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then also on, like, a branding aspect of it, not even just for artists, but when we see all these different pop-ups and these different activations within brands, it's, they're being hired from a New York or LA company. Right. Then that New York company is coming in saying like, hey, who are the tastemakers in Chicago, giving them a little bit of change, and then them putting on a great event, and then the New York guy's walking away with the bag. Right. As opposed to, anytime there's a Chicago activation, mm-hmm. we come directly to Chicago and give them the back, not splitting it up with anybody else, because nobody else knows about us better than we do. You know? Yeah, and I, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> and it's
0: no, we were just having that. Me and Mike Cole, I were just having that talk before we started here today. And it's like, you know, it's it's frustrating, but I feel like it also, you know, sometimes in Chicago, you get that like crabs in a barrel mentality too. That happened. That happened like that then. happened earlier. Think, so I don't now, think it's happening as much now. Now but.
1: we're starting to see the people that you know. are in power, the people getting power, to, people that are starting to get power in in the city. Starting to make better decisions and starting to be more communal Yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like 100%. a lot of more people starting to work together, especially within the artists. So now you're starting to see the business side starting to work together and it's gonna take some time. It's not gonna be an overnight thing, but I see progress, you know what I'm saying? It's not the old Chicago how like how it used to be where the gatekeepers were holding on to what they had and not telling anybody about them. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And also I mean we're sitting here at closed sessions, local records Yeah, you know what exactly what you said, getting these people out. Jack larson just got a new project out recently. Um, doing a lot of cool things there. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Anything you want to get off your chest before we, we get you out of here? And get get, get off really my cold? chest. Um, I hope the Bears sign Colin Kaepernick. Man, can we talk about this for a second? I was about to get out of here. <laughs> They're not on the list right now All right, so. to send a guy down. And I'm upset that they they aren't even going to send a guy. Like, we can't send Mitch. We could just send Mitch Trubisky down there to check out Because we don't need him for the game. Because
1: <laughs> the thing is, honestly, they're not going to. Anybody that signs him is yeah. not playing this year. This would be too much to throw at him for him to come in. You think just, so? Yeah. like They're looking they were at him. They talking like
0: some coaches, though, he's worked with and stuff like that. Like,
1: he's, he's ready to play football. But, yeah, he doesn't an no offense. Yeah, to throw him out there like that would, would be a bad look. On him like come on so 2020 is what they're really looking for and i think it's right now i'm looking at this like a pr stunt like yeah i was gonna say that next
0: was how do you feel about like the whole way they set it up because like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff about like it being on saturday and it's usually the workout's usually on Tuesdays and everyone's traveling and right. then like uh, giving me like a week's notice and like you know, like a lot of that stuff just, it seems like it's a half-hearted endeavor. Yeah, you think of. about it
1: like when they're like, hey man, can you uh, can you get here in the next two minutes? You know, yeah, like no, it's bro. been three years. But, you know. <laughs> right, like, and you're just sitting at home waiting like, man, hope I get this job. And they're like, hey man, if you want this job, you need to get here in the next five minutes. You're like. Man, you know i live 20 minutes away right? <laughs> yeah like, right yeah sorry like,
0: i know but as as far as the bears are concerned if they're not sending someone down there uh, they might be a, a few fans short next season because this, this dude is such a joke it's just chicago
1: sports are sad right now what the problem is we don't we need another uh chicago anthem we need some more chicago anthems from these chicago <laughs> artists like yes <laughs> man like if you think about whenever these championships were being won we had these Chicago anthems going. We need another. Like which one? We need, need another finito out there. We need something like that to rally. Are we winning
0: anything tru- with finito
1: well, Black Hawks are going crazy. Oh shit, that's
0: right. Black Hawks are winning. I forgot about that. So the Black Cubs recently bad. won a championship. about that though. Cubs won a I championship. I still think the Cubs opened a ripple in time that we weren't supposed to be in, and now we're in alternate reality where Trump's president. That's crazy. I think like if the Cubs never won, Trump doesn't win the presidency in the week after that, and then everything's cool. That was really close to each other, man. You might be on to something. That <laughs> was am, actually cool.
1: that was actually one of my also my best finesses as well. After they won, I snuck in the Murphy's. Oh really? And yeah, and I ended up on a uh, Fox. Really? Yeah, that shit was. I couldn't.
0: <laughs> I I couldn't even get down to that, man. I remember it was like just walking downtown, people were doing like trust falls off buildings and shit. And I was like, when the Sox won, we everyone just got kind of drunk. You know. So oh, no yeah, my homie
1: up. lived uh, at the time on Sheffield, so we were like. Oh, you were like in the heat of it. We were in the mix. I like they weren't even shit. letting people. Walk yeah they did it, like while. blocked like, off on the yeah. sides right? so we were just yeah. chilling
0: at his crib for <laughs> that's just wild it sounded like a fucking war zone up there at that time but uh, no i think you're right i think we do need more anthems we haven't had like yeah. homecoming like kanye homecoming type shit. like I'm saying
1: yeah well, once we get these get anthems. Beyond that man you gotta, you, gotta you, I, got the, you got the ear of the audience. yeah artist. so now I'm, i need to add a uh, and r to my
0: service a and r or uh, i mean shit, just bring back mr goodbar you could get the uh i'm not, not doing that man i'm not doing that <laughs> We're gonna figure it out someday. We're gonna convince you, but
1: uh, uh, you see, the bag gotta be right, you know what I'm saying? All I've, right, I've seen these contracts, I know what these numbers <laughs> look like. Like, I need a bag to to get in the booth, you know? What I'm saying? All
0: right, all right, yeah, yeah. Let's we'll see, see if we can get Mike to uh, sort will some you manage right
1: me? Huh? Will you, you manage me, right? I mean,
0: if there's still good bars, I don't know, they're rusty, so was that that was a joke, right? He was trying to
1: good bars are always ready, man. Don't do that, man. <laughs> Just because I'm retired doesn't mean I don't have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, They're always just, good bars. Yeah, I just choose. Of course,
0: man. We could definitely get something. Right I want. The, I think you, you'd have to handle the contract. Yeah, I want so. the
1: rest of the creators to eat, man. Like, well, that'd be selfish of me to be taking over
0: two fields like that. Like, that's you know? real. Yeah, you can't do everything. Come on, it's man, not yeah, fair yeah, at all. Just bro. trying to be, an, just trying to play my part. You know. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you. You're a true Chicago legend. Thank no you no so doubt, much bro. For thank you for through. that. Uh, this has been Mild Sauce Live. I'm Jay Krez.
1: I'm Eddie Sanders
0: and we'll be back again soon man thank you so much for coming out no doubt peace, peace. Bounce up. Bounce up.